It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. Hour number two of the program here on this snowy Tuesday morning. And just remember to keep, uh, you know, keep keep it safe on the roads. And if you have to be out there traveling, just take it a little bit slower. It's not that bad out there. Just a little bit of snow. It's going to get washed away when it turns into rain. The roads are okay, but a little slippery in some spots. Uh, the only... Delay that we have here on the South Coast is Seekonk schools delayed two hours, no AM kindergarten or preschool, and uh, and the Seekonk Christian Academy is closed today. But that's really only the only school information we have at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app for South Coast schools. But you can keep an eye on that by going to the website and clicking on the closings and cancellations tab at the top. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. Good morning. It seems like the last caller, I was trying to hear him right. Was he saying uh, Biden needs to just be hateful and lie? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think, no, I think he's being facetious when he says that. He has a very dry you know? sense of humor, that caller. I, I was thinking so. I'm saying this guy can't be serious because it does seem a lot like that's what people that are supporting Biden are going with. It just lies and hate. And I'm saying, do people hate Trump or do they hate the entire country? Because, like, we just had Martin Luther King Day. He was all about anything but lies and hate. And I'm saying I really feel like we've pulled away from that. I, I think that was a good movement Martin Luther King was trying to head up. And it was just sad yesterday to think how far we've gotten away from that. So, okay, good. I'm glad the guy was being facetious because I thought I'd heard him before. Yeah, I'm um, assuming he's being facetious. I mean, he, he usually he usually has a, a very, his tongue's usually very much in his cheek when he calls in. I thought so. Okay, good to know because I don't care who, who, you're, who you're backing. Like leading with hate and... Uh, Leading with lies and hate is just not good for anyone. Not yeah. a family, not a country, and good to know. All right, good day in America. All right, you have a good day. Take it easy. You too. And uh, 508-996-0500. I'm not trying to put words in the caller's mouth, but when he calls in, usually, you know, he's he's being facetious with things like that. So I just assumed as he was saying it that it was the same thing. Uh, I can't imagine anybody would think that that'd be a good strategy to just make up lies. And to go with that. Now, you, we can, you know, argue and, and discuss what what's a lie when you're talking about Donald Trump or Joe Biden. We can get into all of that. But I think, you know, he doesn't really think that you should just go and, and make stuff up. I think he was kind of commenting on that's the way things have, have kind of devolved to. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning, Tim. Morning. 
I just want to call and uh, I'm just going to change it for a second and sure. wish you best of luck uh, this weekend. And um, and it's a good thing they found that stone, huh? Yeah. Or they wouldn't have found that. Or, I mean, I would have had to have gotten sicker before they found it. But, yeah, they, they said oh, they yeah. usually only find masses like I have uh, when when somebody gets into a car accident and they have to look at, at look at them uh, on an MRI for internal bleeding. So Someone's watching over you, I'll tell you that. That's great. It, 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 I mean, it's not great that you haven't. It, I'm, I'm just glad they caught it. I'm sure they caught it in time. I'm not and worried then, about then, it. Uh, yeah, I know. And, uh, I know. But, anyway, my my niece, she works at that um, was it American... Um, Assisted living in, in Wayham. Mm-hmm. She's 19. So I was telling her, she's the one who went to school with your son when he was living in Wayham. Anyway, she uh, she loves it there. She works with the, um, uh, da- oh my God. The, um, oh my goodness. He, well, she works with the elderly. That guy, Joe, that's on there on the radio a lot. He lives there with his wife. Yeah. You have, you have him on, on your. Uh, on the commercials there with Michael Rock. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, she was going to tell him that I heard him on the radio, and she's going to she's going to start listening and playing it for him because he was all excited. Yeah, I mean he's he's become wife. a radio star. People people hear him <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's Joe. Yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, the patient she works with all the Alzheimer's. She's got twenty three um, clients there that she works with. She's um, she started off in the dish room, and then she started off cleaning rooms, and now she's a, a homemaker, and. Uh, she takes care of all of them. She says she hates going home because she loves them so much. She's so cute. It's from all but accounts, anyway. it's a it's a great place. People that that live there love it. You know, the the patients there love it, and it's in a nice, yeah. quiet area. I know folks that live in the apartments over there, and they talk about how serene living there is. Even though you, you know you're kind of close oh, to the yeah. highway, you would never know it. Oh, they they love it. They they really do. And she said it's beautiful inside. And uh, she said the food's really good. She she never eats anything. She'll eat there though. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, good luck to you. And um, if I don't talk to you by then, and, thank you um, so much. Have a great day. You as well. Take care. And uh, my my aunt worked for years at a a nursing home. That's that's what it was called. It was it was on the name. I forget the name of it, but it was called the nursing home, and it was in Holbrook. And it was for the folks who, you know, didn't really have a lot of money and it was kind of uh, state run and it was, you know, not, let, let's just say, and it wasn't the fault of the people that worked there. They tried their best, but I wouldn't, cause I used to go there and, and visit. I used to stay with my grandparents in the summertime for weeks at a time and Every day, because my aunt didn't drive, we would have to drive over at 3 o'clock to the nursing home and pick her up. I didn't have to go drop her off because they left before I woke up in the morning. My grandfather would drop her off at whatever time it was, 5 or 6 in the morning. And then I would go with him in the afternoon to go pick her up. And when I got there, I would have to go in and let her know that I was there and I would help her finish up for the day. She was a housekeeper. So it was, uh, you know, changing trash and mopping floors and things like that. And she would pay me to help her out. So I, I didn't mind going in there and doing it. But I would see the way those people were treated. And again, not through the fault of the staff, but just limited resources and, and what they had to work with. And then you see a place like All American Assisted Living and you see the way that folks can actually be treated with dignity. And you say, I just I wish I could be like that in all of those types of facilities. So, but that is a good one. 
by all accounts. If, uh, if I have to make future plans, that'd be the one that I would have circled. I think eventually, you know, I'm, I'm now nine years away from being 55, just turned 46 a couple weeks ago. And I'm telling you, when I'm 55, I'm moving into one of those retirement communities where they do everything for you. Don't have to worry about shoveling anymore. Don't have to worry about mowing the lawn. Sure, I'm all for that. I am all for it. And having older neighbors, oh, oh, older neighbors who go to sleep early, I would love that. You know why? Because I'm an old man that goes to sleep early. Or if I'm not asleep, I'm just sitting in my chair watching TV. I'm pretty much already living that lifestyle. So it's, uh, it's definitely on my radar. Also, something that should be on your radar, if you are a train fan, and not everybody is, I get it. So if you, if you don't geek out like train, about trains like I do, I totally understand if you want to turn the radio down for a moment because you just can't hear me talk about trains again. But the story came out yesterday. Actually, it was a, a post that was on Facebook from Clark's Bears. Now, if you're not familiar, Clark's Bears is the rebranded Clark's Trading Post. A few years ago, it changed its name, and I, I don't remember the exact circumstances around the name change. I asked Clark's last year about the name because I was writing an article and they said, you know, we're still Clark's trading post on social media, but, you know, we're trying to brand it as Clark's Bears because people know us for the Bears and we don't really have a trading post. So I think that's really kind of the, the key for it is they talk about Clark's trading post and people be like, what's that? Oh, it's the place with the Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they just decide to put the Bears front and center. But Clark's Bears has... A railroad is part of it. The White Mountain. Was it the White Mountain Railroad? And it is. A, you know, the railroad itself opened, you know, they, they, they built this in, in the 1950s. The White Mountain Central Railroad. They built this in the 1950s. But the train itself is a Climax engine from 1920. So it's over 100 years old. And what's interesting about Clark's and the White Mountain Central Railroad is when you go to a lot of these parks that have these heritage railroads, places like Edaville, the ones in Maine, and some of the other ones that are still around, they all have what are called narrow gauge. They're the two-foot tracks. Clark's is one of the only amusement park type attractions that has a standard gauge track. And so therefore they use the, the 1920 Climax locomotive. They also have a, a diesel that they use. Now last season, the Climax steam locomotive broke down and needed to have some significant repairs done to it. So the diesel had to do all the work. But this year, they will have the steam locomotive back in service in July and August. So you might want to go to the Clark's Bears website and 
circle the date that you want to get and get ready as soon as the tickets go on sale. I don't think they're on sale yet, but as soon as they go on sale, grab up those days if you want to ride the steam train. I haven't been to Clarkson forever. It's a mile and a quarter track. It is about a half an hour train ride. And for those of you who don't remember, the railroad goes through the territory of the Wolfman. This wild man who lives out in the woods and who thinks that every train that comes through is full of people that are trying to access his secret stash in his mind of unobtainium. And so he will chase the train in his homemade jalopy, riding alongside the train, trying to run it off the rails. And then you get to the covered bridge, which is the only remaining covered bridge of its kind still standing for a train to pass through. And this Climax locomotive is one of only four left in operation. So if you are a train nut, it's a must-see, it's a must-experience, it's a must-ride. And it'll be back in service this summer. I haven't circled the date yet that I'm going because I don't, I don't know all my summer plans yet. I don't know what weekends I'll be around. But I'm, I'm thinking i got to get up there. It's been too long. And then, of course, once I go up there, it's going to turn into a whole thing where I'm going to want to go to all the places that I haven't been. And then it's going to get really weird because I'm just going to be a single guy by myself going to amusement parks because nobody wants to go with me. I have a, a 10-year-old niece and a one-year-old niece. I mean, I have other nieces and nephews, but they're my brother's daughters. And my brother is usually game for any amusement park trip. So I'm going to try and coordinate with him. It'll be less weird. <laughs> It'll be less weird. My sister-in-law works a lot, so I don't know that she'll be able to go. So it'll just be us two big kids with the two little kids. Maybe maybe we'll go up there. Maybe maybe I'll camp. I haven't camped in forever either. But yes, there's a couple of railroads up in New Hampshire I'd like to ride. Last time I was in New Hampshire, I went to Mount Washington for a paranormal thing, and I wanted to go up the Cog Railway up the side of Mount Washington, and I chickened out. That's freaky. I'm scared of heights. That's freaky to me, but I, I, I got to do it. I did it when I was a kid and apparently had no, no problems then, but now it, the idea freaks me out. I got to just do it. I've actually been using the VR helmet to do some of that kind of stuff, gondola rides and things like that to see if I can kind of break myself from that, that, that fear of heights. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break and we'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> Ride with me to the distant shore. We won't 
Baby, here's a deal. Break down the garden gate. There's not much time left today. Welcome back in. And while life is a highway, apparently highways can't be funny anymore. That's the that's the rule that's been made now by the U.S. Federal Highway Administration. They've ordered all 50 states to stop putting messages on electronic signs that are, quote, intended to be humorous or that reference pop culture or could overall, quote, adversely affect respect for the sign. Right, because when I see a sign that has a joke on it, I think, well, that message isn't important. Ah, they even though they put it on a giant blinking sign over the highway, they didn't really mean it. So the, in, in Business Insider, they have a photo uh, from New Jersey with a sign that says, we'll be blunt, don't drive high. I mean, I know they're only kidding, right? Because they made a joke about it. So what they're really saying is, spark up, drive high. It's fine, right? Is that what I'm supposed to take away from that? Is that, is that what the U.S. Federal Highway Administration thinks I'm, I'm taking away from that? They also have a photo, of course, of the, the Massachusetts one, Use Yablenka. Now, that one enrages me. That one makes me angry because I hate when people put A-H at the end of things. Uh, it's not funny. All right, I'll admit, it was funny the first time I saw it. But it's not funny anymore. And so it's just annoying. But also, it catches people's attention. And it reminds them. To use their Blanca. Now people coming into the state that read that are like, what? I'm sitting here in my rental car. I'm from Missouri. What does this mean? I have no idea. No, I think they understand. But I, I think that those signs and using humor and pop culture references to get people's attention hammers home that message much better than if it was just a regular straight sign that fades into the background. It's something that people in the car talk about and point out and notice and discuss. And I think it is completely tone deaf to say that they can't do that anymore. It in no way undermines the message. It in no way keeps people from learning the information they're supposed to learn. It's just just a dumb rule to make. All right, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and get involved in the discussion. Coming up after the 8 o'clock news, we're going to be joined by Representative Bill Strauss to talk about the plan for the vertical lift bridge that will replace the New Bedford-Fairhaven bridge. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Phil Devitt. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Donald Trump's possible journey back to the White House is off to a strong start. The former president won the Iowa caucus Monday, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis came in second by about 30 percentage points. DeSantis told supporters in Des Moines, quote, they threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. And in spite of all that, we got our ticket punched out of Iowa. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy is dropping out of the race for president. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is out of the hospital. The Pentagon said he was released from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center Monday. Austin was admitted to the hospital two weeks ago due to complications from prostate cancer surgery. Pope Francis says some people have jumped to, quote, ugly conclusions over his recent decision to allow blessings for same-sex couples. The move last month sparked debate in the church, especially in Africa, where some countries refuse to let priests implement it. The pontiff 
on Sunday said the resistance is largely because people do not understand the decision. Francis said the blessings do not equal approval of gay sex and aren't anything at all like the sacrament of marriage. The Atlanta Falcons have completed an interview with a familiar name. The team announced Monday they've met with Bill Belichick about their open head coaching position. The six-time Super Bowl champion was let go by the New England Patriots last week after 24 seasons in Foxborough. The Pats went 4-13 this year and have missed the playoffs in three out of the last four seasons. Atlanta is looking for a new head coach after firing Arthur Smith. The 75th Primetime Emmy Awards are in the books. Succession took home the trophy for Outstanding Drama Series, while The Bear won the Outstanding Comedy Series Award. Kieran Culkin and Sarah Snook won Outstanding Lead Actor and Actress in a Drama Series for their roles in Succession. Kinta Brunson beat out the competition for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series, and Jeremy Allen White's work in The Bear earned him an award for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. Actor Anthony Anderson hosted the show live for the first time. On the and Elton John is auctioning off a collection of personal items again. They'll be on the auction block at Christie's in New York starting on February 9th through the 21st. The collection, called Goodbye Peachtree Road, includes a pair of his platform boots, a grand piano, art, home decor, sunglasses, and more. According to Town & Country magazine, the items are from his former condo in Atlanta on Peachtree Road. John held an auction back in the late 80s that raised over $8.2 million. Time now for WBSM Sports brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Celtics beat the Toronto Raptors Monday 105-96, their next game with the San Antonio Spurs at TD Garden on Wednesday. And the Boston Bruins beat the New Jersey Devils 3-0. They're at TD Garden on Thursday to play the Colorado Avalanche. Snow on the ground to start the day. Here's your forecast with ABC6. Slippery travel this morning with the temperatures in the 20s, wind chill values in the teens. We have a little bit of everything out there. We have the rain, we have the snow, we have the freezing rain. And this will be changing over to an all-rain event as we head into the afternoon. Temperatures this afternoon in the mid-30s tapering off overnight tonight with frigid temperatures on the way. Dry conditions as we track another potential storm system on Friday. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecilia Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. This WBSM News Update brought to you by Sparks Auto Dartmouth, home of the $29 oil change. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. WBSM and, and Phil, I don't know if you were aware of this, but did you know that Elton John hit the, the EGOT last night? I did not know that. Wow. He, he won the Emmy for his uh, his farewell special from Dodger Stadium. So good, good for him. So now I'm surprised he didn't win an Emmy earlier for doing the, because he did that, that song about who's the boss. I would have thought that he would have, you know that song about who's the boss? About who's the boss? Yeah, you just played it. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. Hold me oh, closer, Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. Yeah. Yes. I'm, so, I'm still waking up. No uh, no Emmy for that, I guess. But uh, no, he, he won the Emmy. So congratulations to him. He's now won it all. Good the Emmy, him. the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. How far are you in that in that formula? Um, you know, uh, I make up my own awards. So I don't need any of that. We actually do make up our own awards <laughs> here. That's true. We do make up our own awards every year. We have our own internal awards. Right. Nobody's now you're gonna have to be eligible for one, the the getting up early against their will award. 
Right. I would I would love that, and uh, I'd like to thank the Academy in advance. I also like that the first day that you had to get up early, it snowed. It was a beautiful way to start the day. I looked out the window, saw the, the car covered in snow, and thought it's going to be a good one. You find the positive in everything. I do. I hate it. Not, not your positivity, but the snow. All right, I'm going to have the Sundays rescue me here. Ethereal voice of Harriet Wheeler 34 years ago yesterday that album debuted their debut album reading writing and arithmetic and uh, if you are a fan of dream pop that is a must-have album you get here's where the story ends can't be sure hideous towns my finest hour joy all kinds of great songs on there I I like the Sundays they're such an underappreciated band one of those bands people forget songs that people forget but that when you hear them, you say, oh, I like the way this makes me feel. And of course, if you have never heard any of their stuff, if you've never heard any of their albums, you've probably heard at least their cover version of the Rolling Stones' Wild Horses. Harriet Wheeler's voice was made for that song. Well, that song was made for Harriet Wheeler's voice. Depends on how you want to look at it. So check out The Sundays if you've never heard them before. Uh, I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. Nice, ethereal, dream pop music. Dream pop is kind of like, you know, some of the stuff that the, the Beach Boys did. And then you can kind of follow that along through and uh, get into some of the stuff from the 70s, the Velvet Underground stuff. George Harrison made a lot of dream pop stuff. You know, um, the kind of music you would hear in Twin Peaks. That's that's what we're talking about. And it's it's nice. I also am a fan of uh, Sunshine Pop, which is another kind of lost art, but is making a comeback. 508-996-0500. Uh, we were talking about the Emmy Awards last night. Not bad. Noak Bluff sent in an app chat message. Uh, I was talking earlier about The Bear and how The Bear won a whole bunch of awards and it was in the comedy category, but that I wouldn't consider it a comedy. It has funny laugh-out-loud moments, but overall, I find it to be more of a drama. The same thing with Atlanta. Atlanta was in the comedy category as well when it was on, but this is kind of more in that vein. I actually laugh more during an episode maybe of Better Call Saul than I do during The Bear. And Better Call Saul was listed in the drama categories. But uh, Not Bad says, good morning, Tim. I agree with your assessment of the bear 100%. Thank you for saying it out loud. Yes, it's a, it's a great show. It's not a comedy. A comedy makes me laugh. The Ted show, that the, the Ted series that's now streaming on Peacock, that made me laugh out loud multiple times. I watched all seven episodes and I laughed out loud. 
Scott Grimes should be in the Emmy conversation next year. He probably won't because it's a it's a profane show, a vulgar show. I can't imagine it would be something that would be nominated, but he should get the Emmy for his portrayal as the father, Maddie Bennett, in that show. He's he's hilarious, but also there's a lot of growth of his character over those seven episodes. And and there's a lot of good acting around that. And for those who don't remember, Scott Grimes is a Massachusetts native. How did he get his start? He was on Star of the Day with Dave Maynard. Community Auditions. Remember that show, Community Auditions? I think it's still on. I think it's still on on Sundays. Did any of you ever get on that show and and get the chance to it was for those unfamiliar it was basically a local version of star search a local opportunity to to get on and show your talent and scott grimes was uh singing on that show then he went on to make movies and tv shows he was in critters he is the, the voice of Steve on American Dad. He's been in all kinds of stuff. I like seeing these child actors who get to stick in the business and, and stick around. Keith Coogan was at the Emmys. I follow him on Facebook. He was uh, an adventures in babysitting and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Seems like a nice guy. Alex Winter, one of the nicest guys, it seems, based on the stuff that you see him put up. And now they're talking about a possible Bill and Ted 4. I am all in. I'm all in for that. I like the third one. I will sit through another Bill and Ted movie anytime. I think it would be better if they had a Bill and Ted series. Bill and Ted and then Ted together. Back to back. DSY in New Bedford says, hi, Tim. Is Miss Dorsey still working there? Yes. Ariel's just going to be working in the afternoons. We just did a little flip in the schedule to try to take better advantage of everybody's time and so you'll hear Ariel with the afternoon news later on today. So uh, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in and get involved in the discussion. We will be talking with Representative William Strauss in the next hour about that proposed bridge, uh, the, the um, vertical lift bridge that will be happening over on Pope's Island and Fish Island there. So if you want to ask any questions of Representative Strauss, you can send them on over to me, Tim at WBSM.com, or you can send them in via the WBSM app, and I will pose those questions during our discussion. But we basically just want to find out, you know, what the expectations are for this bridge and what we can expect for a timeline. Granted, the design phase is just beginning on this, so that's going to play a part in how long it takes, but... You know, we're seeing these projects come to fruition pretty quickly. They're saying that'll be in 2027 that they'll they'll start that. And if it's going to take 12 to to 18 months to complete, even if it takes two years, you know, you're looking at by 2029, which is only five years from now, having a brand new bridge. You're going to have a new pedestrian bridge over Route 18 going to the Whale's Tooth lot. Later this year, I was over at the uh, the Dipper Cafe the other day having the hot honey and pepperoni pizza, which was fantastic, by the way. And they were working on that pedestrian bridge. 
So I would recommend if you are someone who is serious about looking into other modes of transportation, start making all your plans. Start buying your your monthly pass for commuter rail. Or if you're going to keep driving, start getting ready to drive around on a new vertical lift bridge. It's all coming. It's all happening. Drive safe, Taylor. You've got a you've got a quite quite a ride ahead of you. Take it slow. So I think you're going to see some big changes in transportation around here. We'll talk about that with Representative Strauss coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Right now, I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Um. In 508-996-0500. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Are you there? I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to realize it. Okay. You're going to have to call back. I guess... uh, Maybe they put me on hold and didn't realize that we were back already. But you can call back 508-996-0500. You can also send app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Here we go. Now they're they're calling back. They must have had a, a phone issue. Good morning. You're on WBSM. No, I'm still not hearing you. I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. Maybe you got your phone on mute. I don't know. Maybe you have to, if you're using a a uh, mobile phone, maybe you want to just restart that, reboot it. That's that's what I find is usually my problem, is if I'm not connecting on a call, I got to reboot the whole phone. And I do I do seem to I have T-Mobile, and I do seem to notice lately that I have had a lot of connection issues. And considering what I pay for that every month, granted, I'm on a grandfathered-in plan, so... I'm paying less probably than most people are, but at least for the base plan. But I've had a lot of connection problems lately. All right, let's try again. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Bye. It's just not working. I would say you might have to try a different phone. All right. Well, we are going to be talking with Representative Strauss coming up after the 8 o'clock news, and then we'll get your reaction on the other side of that. Of course, you can always call in with whatever's on your mind, 508-996-0500. We talked a little bit about what happened in Iowa last night. I don't think it was a surprise to anybody. We knew that uh, that Donald Trump was probably going to run away with Iowa, and he did. F- over 50% is, is very impressive. And there was a lot of folks talking on the news last night about how it was 
a low turnout because of the weather. But I don't know if that's a, a case of that you can look at that and say, well, of course, you know, Donald Trump got 50% because it was a low turnout. I actually think that's that if uh, there was a higher turnout, he might have done better because there were probably a lot of folks that knew he had it wrapped up and said, I'm not going to go out in this. I'm going to stay home. They don't need me today. Donald Trump has it under control. I think where that might have hurt is it probably hurt Nikki Haley. Is if she had anybody that was of that mindset, she needed those votes to, to get second place. And it was a distant second place. So I, I thought that the way that Trump handled his speech after that, you know, when he first came out and he referred to Haley and DeSantis as, as Nikki and Ron, and he said that the, the three of them had a lot of fun and that, you know, he, he called them very capable people, which is much different rhetoric than what we've heard from him around. I think he was thinking that they were just going to pack it up. I think he was projecting a, a sense of, thanks for playing, guys, but you can go home now. And when you're spending $30 million in Iowa to, 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 to come in a distant second, is it, is it worth continuing? DeSantis says he's going to continue on. I didn't get to see any, any statement from Haley before I went to bed, but I'm sure she's going to continue on. Vivek Ramaswamy stepped down from the, you know, yeah, he pulled out of his campaign and put all of his support behind Donald Trump. So that'll help Trump get even more numbers heading into New Hampshire. So I, I don't know at what point do you say, so you've got a decision to make that has to go beyond the normal decision that you would make, beyond the normal political decision where you would say, you know, what is the path to us winning at this point if he's going to dominate like this going forward? That's separate from the, what is all this other stuff that's happening around Donald Trump? And if I hang around, will there be a benefit? If I can just raise enough money to stay in this race until the summer, or at least until some of these trials start in the spring, maybe, maybe I could be catapulted closer to the nomination. So it's, it's, it's a very unique situation. And I understand why, even if you're getting the, the floor mopped with you, you're going to want to try to hang around as long as you can, if you are DeSantis or, or Haley. So it'll be fun to watch. We'll figure out how it all shakes out in the end, but it's going to be very intriguing going forward. Going to take my final break of the hour. We'll be right back. And we are just about out of time for this hour. When we come back on the other side of the news, we'll be joined by Representative Bill Strauss. We'll talk about the vertical lift bridge design that is proposed to replace the aging swing bridge that is known as the New Bedford Fair.